0: Right, head in your uh, Bibles to Gospel of John and Chapter 10. Um, uh, really, the, just the point I was making by that story is just the we're going through this series, Life in the Spirit, and uh, it's easy to hear on a Sunday um, and, then, uh, and, uh, and then not do, right? And we want to be hearers and doers, uh, you know? And so, um, isn't, in James somewhere, where I've said this before, you know, it's about uh, if you just here and then go away and forget. You've, been, you've deceived yourselves, and we don't want to be deceived. And so it really is real practical opportunities in life groups, which if you don't know what life group is, it's just a group that meets during the week to do life together, uh, follow up on the words, on, on what we've preached on a Sunday very often, worship together. And uh, it's a real opportunity to step out in faith and apply these things. So it's not just about Sundays listening, but it's about listening, receiving, doing, stepping out in faith, uh, and so on. So that was the point of that story. Um, Quick notice as well, on the 4th of March in Cambridge, there is a conference about hearing the voice of God. So uh, I'm speaking on that today, but there'll be loads more, a whole day of it in Cambridge, 4th of March. Uh, book on the Relational Mission website. I'm sure there'll be a gang from here going. Should be a great, uh, a great day, so look out for, um, for that. Right, who would say they regularly hear the voice of God in their life? Just regularly can hear the voice of God, speak to them as they go about their life. Not many. Okay. Well, we've all heard the voice of God, right? If you follow, if you follow, know and follow Jesus, then you've heard the voice of God. You've heard Him call you out of darkness and into light. Maybe not in those words, but you've heard God speak to you. And God wants to speak to us. Um, he wants to speak to His people. We see it in uh, right through Scripture. You know, we see God walking with Adam and Eve in the garden in in the Book of Genesis. We see him speaking to Moses in the in the New Testament as well. There's countless examples of just God speaking to his people. There's uh, when he just the conversion of Paul, isn't there? Saul and Paul, and then there's other uh, other places where we see the Lord clearly speak to his people. But it's not just for the Scriptures, not just for uh, for for then. It's also for now. He wants to speak to you and to me now, daily, like daily bread, speaking to us, to us, his people. And so we want to explore a little bit about that. Um, this morning, and I wonder what what stops us from hearing the voice of God? Because if God wants to speak, and we're saying, well, you know, and my hand would be down as well. Uh, what what is the, What is the gap there when we don't hear God speak, yet we want to hear Him speak, and He wants to speak? What is going on there? Is it a sense of unbelief? Uh, you know, He does He doesn't speak, or He doesn't, doesn't exist, perhaps. Um, Maybe it's unworthiness. It's just, well, why would the God, the holy God, creator of the universe, want to speak to, uh, would he, why would he want to know little old me, or why would he want to speak to little old me? Um, maybe it's just you're unsure or unable. How, how do I hear? How do I hear from God? Maybe, maybe it's unwillingness. It's like, well, if, I, if, if God speaks to me, then, then I'm going to have to do something about it. And I'm not, uh, that's a scary thought, right? If God speaks and and that requires action, oh, I'm not quite sure I'm ready for that. Well, let's go into the scriptures together. It's only uh, just one verse that we're going to look at in our time together this morning. So John chapter 10 and uh, verse 27. This is Jesus speaking here. And he says, My sheep. So first of all, we're we're his. We are his people. He is the good shepherd. If you read the rest of the chapter, you can uh, hear him speak about that. He is the good shepherd. We are his sheep. It goes on, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. So his sheep sheep, uh, listen to his voice. He knows them, and they follow him. And so if we want to hear the voice voice, Of the Lord, we've got to know what His voice sounds like, right? Yeah, we've got to to know what His voice sounds like. And if you're you know, in a, in, a, in a crowd of noises, and, and often in our life, there are just many noises, aren't there, of uh, just thoughts, and and daily stuff going on, and people speaking to us, and if you've got children, children are kind of, you know, always chattering away, and it's hard sometimes to pit, hear voices, isn't it, with all that noise around, it's sometimes hard to tune in to particular voices, but if you if you know what they sound like, then it can help you tune in to their voice, right, and so, in a, you know, there's a crowd here this morning, and uh, and yet, if, if if, if my daughter cries out, I can I can recognise her voice and I can respond. And if it's somebody else's, then that's your problem, right? I don't have to I don't have to listen to your children. But but I can tune into her voice. I know it, and I can tune into it. And the same with a, with a phone call, isn't it? If you get like a um, an unknown number appear on your uh, on your phone, uh, if you know who it is, then within like one or two words, you can oh yeah, I know I know their voice. I know who this is. And it's the same with, uh, with our Heavenly Father. If we want to hear his voice, then uh, we need to know what he sounds like. We need to know what he sounds like. And uh, we need to learn to recognize his voice. And that comes from knowing him. That comes from getting to know him better. And one of the best ways to do that is to, is to read his word, because this is what he sounds like. This is what he says. He's not going to say something that, that contradicts what he's already told us, right? And so he's, one of the primary ways that he's going to speak to his people is through what he's already, spoke, already written down here. Yeah? And so if we want to hear his voice, then starting with the word is a way of getting to recognize what he sounds like. Because this is, this is, what, this is what the Lord sounds like. He's written it down for us. He inspired it. And so he's going to sound an awful lot like that. Another way is uh, to spend time with him, right, just, just praying. But, but so often, I think, for us, prayer can just be a one-way thing, can't it? It can just be a, we've talked about this before, it can just be a, a, a shopping list and, uh, get, you know, get through what my needs for the day. I need this and that, and, and it can be a one-way thing. And yet, God's desire is that prayer is a two-way thing, that we, we pray to him, but he speaks to us. He's after a relationship, right? It's two-way. It's not, it's not just one way. He wants to speak to us, his people, to you and me, his people Uh, a little bit later in the in the book of John in chapter 14 uh, Jesus speaking uh, in in verse 26 he says uh, the advocate the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you everything I have said to you and so Jesus is saying the Holy Spirit he's going to he's going to teach us he's going to remind us about what what Jesus has said his Holy Spirit is going to speak to us not just to the anointed few, but to, but to all of his people. He wants to speak to us. You can, I, I don't know about you, but I can discount myself. I can think, well, I can see some people in, uh, maybe in church, maybe even, even across the room here. And I think, oh, yeah, they can hear God's. You know, they, they can hear God speak so clearly. Um, and I can discount myself. I think, well, that's just for them. That's just for the anointed, for the select few. But God wants to speak to all of us. He wants to speak to all of us, his people. And when he when he does speak to us, it doesn't really. It's it's not. It's not to say that we're we're somehow righteous or or good. It really just that, that. I mean, our righteousness comes from Christ. It's really just to say that he wants to speak to us. He wants to speak to you, his people. He wants to speak to us. In um, Paul, in his letter to the Corinthians, he, uh, he talks about, about God speaking. He talks about prophecy in, in chapter 13 and, uh, sorry, tw- in the end of chapter 12 and then beginning of chapter 14. He talks about eagerly desiring the gift of prophecy, eagerly desiring these gifts, eagerly desiring to be able to recognize and, uh, uh, and hear the voice of God. And so, do we, do we eagerly desire those things? Do we eagerly seek after hearing God's voice? He wants to speak to us. He is able to speak to us. But our problem is that we don't listen. Right? Our problem is that we don't listen. And I, I don't, I'm saying this as somebody who, who has got much to learn in this area. Yeah? I've got much to, to grow in. There are folk I look, look around at here and think, oh, yeah, I can, I can see you're much better at this, much further ahead of this than I am, and I want to grow in that. But I think what I'm saying, is, think, I think we should all eagerly desire to hear the voice of the, God, the voice of our Lord. We should all eagerly desire to pursue to know him better, to recognize his voice better. And we need everyone to do that. It's not just about the select few among us. It's about all of us. It takes the whole church to reach the whole world, right? It takes all of us. It's not just a few anointed few among us, great to provoke us and encourage us, and maybe equip us and so on, but it takes all of us to be engaged. It takes all of us to hear the voice of God. Uh, So if you are sat there discounting yourself, I want to tell you that your Heavenly Father wants to speak to you. In fact, whether you know him or not, he wants to speak to you. He may use others from time to time. You know, you may have experienced that. Others just bringing something that, that they feel the Lord's speaking for you. Great, that's wonderful. So we get a measure of that on a Sunday where uh, someone will share something from the front here and uh, maybe in a preach or just in a contribution for the encouragement, for the building up. It's great. God speaks to us like that, but he also wants to speak directly to you and to me, directly to all of us. So how do you do it? You might think you've got to be really intense, kind of just grit your teeth and uh, whip something up, get yourself into some sort of state where you're, you're ready to hear from God, you know, and, uh, but, but really it's not about dialing up, it's about dialing down, it's about dialing down all of, the, all of the noise, all of the distractions, uh, all the things that would, that would just get in the way of hearing the Lord speak and finding a space where he can speak, finding a space where you're going to listen Blotting out, turning off the phone for a bit, finding a, a place just to get away, get away from the distractions now and again. Find a place just to uh, be still and hear the voice of the Lord, the voice of your Heavenly Father, the voice of the Good Shepherd. He wants to speak to you. He wants to speak. Sometimes I find it's uh, about being interruptible, Right? It's not always convenient. To, God's only going to speak in those moments where you just kind of take yourself away and find a quiet place out of distraction. Sometimes he wants to speak and interrupt what we're doing. And if you're like me, I'm, uh, I've got, got a focus and an agenda for the day and a to-do list, and, and that's my focus. And I don't really want to be interrupted by, by children or by, uh, you know, I don't really want to be interrupted, to be, to be honest. If we look to allow God to speak into our lives, sometimes that's going to be going to mean being interrupted. It's going to be mean kind of our, our plans for the day being interrupted. Or I wasn't really going to go and do that. I wasn't really going to go and speak to that person. But allowing the Lord to speak to us and interrupt us. And uh, I wonder when, when when God speaks. My experience and, and is that He speaks ever so softly. Anyone else experience when God speaks? He speaks ever so softly. Ever so softly. Uh, I've heard it described before as kind of catching butterflies. You know, ever so softly. God, God speaks ever so softly. And uh, I've often thought, why, why can't he just speak much clearer? You know, much much louder, you know? It would be so much, much more helpful for me if, it was, if he was louder. And sometimes at home, uh, Natalie will be in another room and there'll be just the noise of the, the family and, and so on. And she'll say something and I'll be like, speak up! You know, I can't hear you. Speak up! And and I'm thinking sometimes like that with with the Lord. I mean, speak up. I can't hear. Right? But if somebody speaks softly, the answer isn't always speak up. Right? The answer sometimes is come closer. Come closer. That's what the Lord wants. He's seeking intimacy with his people. He wants us to come closer. He doesn't just want to speak up and bellow, although sometimes he does. But he wants his people to come closer. He wants intimacy with his people it's not complicated but so often we overcomplicate it we overthink it but he simply whispers because he wants his people to close he's after relationship with his people but I think if we're honest so often when we want to hear God we kind of treat him like a, a genie in a bottle we kind of you know oh, I've got some, some dilemma of uh, career, course, relationship some sort of dilemma and, and Lord I need some guidance and kind of rub the genie on the bottle Lord what do you direct me? Lord, give me, speak to me, guide me. And, and yes, of course, he, he's promised to do that. But he, he's promised to guide us through his word and through his voice. And, and, and he cares about the, those details of our lives. But what he's seeking with his people is intimacy. And if we're going to him simply, so Lord, just help me with this dilemma. Lord, I, I don't really want a relationship, if I'm honest. What I want is somebody just to guide me through this dilemma. And, and, and Because I'm the main focus of the story here, not you. And, and we just want a guidance for this little area of our life. Get on with it. I and mean, what he's seeking is relationship he's seeking intimacy with his people not to say he won't he, he, he won't guide us and direct us of course he will he's, he's given us his word He's sent us he sent his spirit to live in us he's placed us within a family to, to help us, to guide us to, to shape us um, but not just to help with your latest dilemma Yeah. you, you and I aren't the, the centre of the story he is it's not to say he doesn't care, it's not to say he doesn't guide, he doesn't speak, but he's precisely given those things to us to help us, but we're not the main characters in the story, he is. Your dilemma is important, but more important than that is your relationship with your Heavenly Father. So I'm not saying don't pray about those things, don't seek to hear his voice about those things, but, but don't make that, the, the. are you seeking intimacy with him? Are you seeking to know him better? It's really humility that we're talking about here, about dying to self, Lord, it's not it's not me, my agenda, it's you, Lord. I don't just want to hear your voice for to to help me with my life, me, my I. It's Lord, I want to hear your voice because I want to know you better. What's the most important thing in my life? Let me ask, throw that out there. What's the most important thing in your life? Is it you? Is it him? So easy. So we get so consumed with, with ourselves, don't we? If you're anything like me, you get so consumed with self. And, and for him, it's just, what, 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 how's he going to help me? What's he going to do for me? He's seeking intimacy with his people. So he wants to speak, but often he does so ever so softly because he wants us to come closer. And what happens when we when we draw near? Of course, he draws near to us. And uh, in in Psalm 16, David writes this: "You make known to me the path of life." So, in other words, uh, you know he he speaks. He speaks. You make known to me the path of life. God speaks, and he goes on. David, and in your presence there is fullness of joy. So, as we as we draw near to him, as we seek intimacy after him, there is fullness and joy. He speaks to us, and there is fullness of joy. In Psalm 23, David again he says he guides me along right paths. So here he is, the Lord speaking again. it continues, even though I walk in the darkest valley, I will not fear. Because you are with me. Not because I've got it all figured out, not because I oh now I know what I'm doing, because he is with us. David, he never met, met Jesus in the flesh, but he knew the voice of God. He didn't have a burning bush moment like Moses, but he he knew the voice of his heavenly father. He knew where to find, he knew where to worship the Lord's. He knew the voice of his Heavenly Father. We, folks, we have the Holy Spirit in us. Not, not in a sense where, uh, you know, some people would say, uh, if, you know, if someone's passed away, oh, well, their, 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 their memory or their spirit lives on inside of us. You know, it's, it's not like that. No, we, we have the, the Spirit of God alive in us in a very real and tangible way that can, can speak to us, can help us, can change us. We have the Spirit in us, to help us know and follow Jesus. That's the promise of Jesus in Acts 1. When he ascended into heaven, he said, I, I give you my spirit. He, he left his spirit with us to live in us, to shape us, to change us, to embolden us, to help us, to guide us. And so it's about, it's about that personal communion and communication with the living God. And like I said at the beginning, it's, it's like daily bread. Here, I want to encourage us to try and make hearing the voice of the Lord like daily bread. Like, Lord, I need to hear from you today. I'm trying just to uh, be, very, be, just be more aware of his presence with me, just, just uh, uh, very simply. And so when I'm going about my day, whether it's heading into work, um, heading to the shops, heading to the park, uh, it's like, Lord, I know you're with me. It's just being aware that his presence, I carry his presence around with me, and just being aware of it. Just being aware, Lord, you're, you're with me. Lord, now, now come, come along. Come along to the park, Lord, and speak to me. Come along to work today. Help me. Speak to me. Just be aware that his presence is in me and with me as we go about our days. And so to summarize, if we want to hear the voice of God, we need to learn to recognize it. We need to know him. We need to um, allow ourselves to be interrupted. Allow, allow God to come and speak and interrupt us. And let's get closer, let's draw near to who he is. Draw near, get, draw near to him. Get to know him better. Perhaps Ed and Julia can come back up and uh, we're going to respond. Shall we? St- if you're able to, should we stand? And I'm going to finish where I started uh, this morning. Back in John chapter 10. And uh, which is really just that, that, that Jesus, he, he, he wants to speak to his people. And uh, maybe uh, you're you know, a follower of Jesus and you want get, to get better at it like me. We can start today. We can start right now. We have an opportunity here. There's space. There's time. You can, God can speak to you right now. It could just be for you, a, f- a friend. It could be for, for the wider church to encourage us, to build us up. But we can start right now. God can speak to us right now. Maybe you'd be here and you wouldn't call yourself a believer. You wouldn't call yourself a follower of Christ. Well, going back to John chapter 10, Jesus says this in verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And on to verse 27, the sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I know them, he says. Jesus says to you this morning, I know you. He says to you this morning, I know and care about your situations. He knows you, even if you don't know and follow him. He wants to say to you this morning, I know you. Jesus knows you. He sent his son to die on the cross that you and me might be forgiven and made righteous. Verse 11, the good shepherd lays his life down for the sheep. The Good Shepherd laid his life down for you and me, the sheep. The sheep are, are dumb and stupid and, and uh, get stuck and get lost. The Good Shepherd laid his life down for you and for me to bring us to him, not to help us with the latest dilemma in our lives, though he cares, though he knows, though he even wants to help. But he did it to bring you back into a relationship with him. That's what he's seeking, is, is a family, his relationship. He wants a relationship with you and me this morning. He wants you to draw close to him. He knows you by name. He says, I know them, he says. I know my sheep, and they follow me. The Good Shepherd laid his life down that we might be forgiven, And made righteous not a righteousness of our own but a righteousness that is comes from Christ and he rose again to life ascended into heaven and sent his spirit to live in us to change us to help us to speak to us and to empower us to live new lives in Christ and he wants to speak this morning maybe for the maybe the first time you've you've heard it maybe you've not been following him never followed him maybe you do but you just you want to hear him more he wants to speak this morning I believe he wants to speak to you this morning and in the word of Hebrews it says if if you hear his voice today don't harden your heart let's be a, a people with soft hearts with soft hearts able to hear the soft often soft words of our heavenly father who just just wants to whisper so that we come closer let's start we're going to worship in a moment but let's, let me encourage you let's just draw close to him without fear of rejection as we draw near to him he draws near to us let's draw near to him I was preparing. There was just uh, just one verse I I had in my notes, and I just couldn't just couldn't find it fit fitted anywhere really, and I I just it's often the way, and I'll just kind of put it to one side and think, yeah, okay, I'm not going to use that, but uh, just felt to hold on to it this morning, and so I don't know. Maybe if this is for, hey, by the way, this is me stepping out here in the voice of the Lord, okay, and I don't know. Maybe if you're just you think, does God speak? Does He know? he care in the uh, words of the prophet Isaiah in chapter 30 it says this whether you turn to the right or to the left your ears will hear a voice behind you saying this is the way Walk in it. and maybe you do just feel a little bit lost this morning maybe you do just feel at a crossroads like, oh Lord what, where am I how did I how did I get here I know some of this is through my own folly and foolishness but I just sense the Lord wants to uh, wants to speak and say this is the way walk in it Heavenly Father, Lord we thank you we thank you for the cross we thank you that the good shepherd lay down his life for the sheep, for us that we might be made, be made, be made righteous, we might be forgiven and set free and adopted And I thank you that you sent your spirit to live in us, Lord. To change us, to help us, to embolden us, to equip us. And to speak to us, Lord. Lord, we want to know you better. We pray, create in us a hunger for more of you, Lord. Not in a moment like this, but a daily bread hunger for more of you, Lord. In all of us, we pray. A daily bread hunger for more intimacy with you closer relationship with you. Help us to hear your often soft words of your voice speaking into our souls, Lord. The sheep need to hear the voice of their shepherd, right? They need it. They need it. They get lost. They get confused. They need to hear the voice of their shepherds. And Lord, we need to hear your voice, Lord. We want to be those who hear your voice. So help us to listen. Help us to recognize your voice. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray in this place right now. Heavenly Father, come Holy Spirit. We pray. We love the gifts, but we love the giver more, Lord. We love you more. We just pray, come Holy Spirit. Now, come speak, bring peace, bring a confidence, bring an assurance in who you are what you've done and what you will do.